The mission of First Parish in Cambridge calls us to celebrate the sacred in all. So, just what is the sacred? Today, let us define it as moments when we become conscious of our connections to a larger sense of existence, as what is around us, what is in all. To that time when we become particularly aware of Tagore's stream of life from our reading today. This awareness might be fleeting, or it might be a sense of direction that sustains us for months or even years. Today, let's strive to awaken that sense of connection. UU minister and justice maker Stephen Schick writes, traveling upriver upon an errand of mercy, Albert Schweitzer could not focus his thoughts. An acclaimed theologian and physician, he was having difficulty grasping the link between nature and ethics. And then the words, reverence for life, flashed across his mind, sweeping away all rational complexities. If you study life deeply, Schweitzer said, looking with perceptive eyes, into the vast and animated chaos of this creation, its profoundness will seize you suddenly with dizziness. That dizziness led him to leave his successful career as a theologian and a musician to study medicine and then abandon his comfortable life in Europe to create a small village hospital in Africa. The ethic of love embedded in the natural world and in our very souls is waiting to seize us with dizziness so that we can accomplish the unimaginable. On a recent trip our family took to Cleveland for a wedding, we discovered that the art museum has free admission. I was very excited. We spent an afternoon there, and I immersed myself in looking at their collection of statues. And I was surprised to notice this harmony over many ages and many cultures between images of gods and spiritual guardians from the ancient Middle East to Asia, Many of these ferocious beings had human bodies and faces, and then a pair or several pairs of wings. Now, they didn't remind me of angels because of the expressions on their faces. They were not the calm and peaceful defenders in white smooth cloaks. These were guardians full of wrath and passion. How did religion make that emotional shift? 
And what was it that those distant in time societies had enough in common to all use wings to represent the holy? What was it in seeing these statues from a tradition outside my own that struck a chord in me? That the sacred was alive and thriving, was moving down the generations like the power of a waterfall. I felt entranced and dizzy and more alive. I would like to ask you now to think about the things within you that might awaken this sense of the vast connection to the sacred, what's around you for yourself. Let's start by taking a moment to think about the things that replenish us. This might look very different for different people. Maybe activism feeds your soul. Maybe you can't wait for us to become a sanctuary congregation. Maybe contemplation and meditation, like the mountain that we heard about today, is what replenishes you. Maybe a group conversation on a compelling spiritual topic, or pausing to look at beautiful things, singing, listening to music, movement like jogging or yoga that my coming-of-age youth tell me is their spiritual practice. Now, I'm going to ask you to prime the pump of your memory. Choose one of those situations to focus on for a moment. Just recall the sensation you get when you do that thing that replenishes you. Remember being in that moment. What you see, what you hear, let it fall into your body and notice how your posture might change when you remember this feeling of inspiration of emotional fullness. Where does that sit in your body? You can place your hand there if you're comfortable. And you can remind yourself of that sensation again by bringing your hand back there later. And now, with this feeling in your center, I invite you to think about the larger world. When you feel most connected to that flow of something larger than yourself. I felt it when I was looking at those museum statues from two, three, four thousand years ago. I've also felt it when I've been marching in a rally with thousands of other people joining me for the same issue. 
Sometimes I feel it when I'm waking up my boys and they're remarkably still at 13, a little groggy, a little cuddly, and they reach out for my hand. Sometimes I'll admit it, I feel it when I'm watching a commercial on TV and it makes me cry. And I've also felt it when my husband and I took our family camping to a dark sky, a dark night sky park. We lay on sleeping bags and looked up at the sparkling Milky Way and felt ourselves falling into the stars. Stars far older than 4,000 years. When have you felt this kind of connection? In your order of worship, you'll find an index card and there are pencils in the racks in front of you. If you're missing either one of those, you can raise your hand and an usher can bring an extra to you. Or if you prefer not to write, I invite you into a few moments of quiet reflection. You can put your hand back on that spot that helps you recall your memory of feeling connected. And when you're ready, take a moment to jot something down on this card that you can share. A moment, a memory. What is it that helps you feel connected to the stream of life? Helps you feel dizzy? Helps you feel aware of the larger world? Go ahead and take a moment to write now. And now we're going to take a moment to share with a person near us in our seats. So I invite you both to share your own thought and then to listen deeply to their thought. So please turn to someone and take a moment to connect now. Please make sure you both have a chance to share.
And now I invite you to wrap up. I invite you to look up from your small group and to notice the whole room. I hope you've had enough time. And if you're comfortable doing this, I invite you to make eye contact with somebody who was not in your small group. And remember that they're a person full of connections and celebrations too. Honor that uniqueness. And then I invite you to look all the way across the room to another person there. There's another person full of connections, full of celebrations. Honor that uniqueness. Thank you for your sharing and connecting. When we think about the mission of First Parish and how we live into it, I remind you that not only do we do tremendous justice work here, but we also do tremendous spiritual connective work here. We celebrate the sacred in all. Amen and blessed be.